this film had a lot of sort of you know dangers you know just just on script level it was like this can turn out bad or terrible or you know or people are gonna hate it for it you know every film for me is a new challenge to figure things out that i didn't know before prepare your ears humans happy sad confused begins now I'm Josh Horowitz, and today on Happy, Sad, Confused, I continue to embrace my Oppenheimer obsession with the film's brilliant cinematographer, Hoyta Van Hoytema. He is the man responsible for bringing the visions of Christopher Nolan to the very big screen in recent years. He's one of the very best at what he does. The list of credits speak for themselves. Let the right one in. Her, Interstellar, Dunkirk, Nope. It was that last film, in fact, that brought him on the podcast alongside the great Jordan Peele. This time, he's back center stage got the spotlight all to himself today. Uh, Hoyta Van Hoytema, welcome back to Happy, Sad, Confused. It's good to see you. Thank you, and thank you for that introduction. <laughs> um, I, I, as you know by now, I'm a fan of your work. I'm in particular a fan of this work. I've had on, Chris has been on the pod for this, Emily, Killian. I'm just going to keep going down the credits until I, uh, I'm Oppenheimered out, and I don't see that happening anytime <laughs> soon. Um, first, to talk to me a little bit about... Um, I mean, do you engage with the reception? You must be so thrilled. Obviously, box office is great, but also just um, this is, I mean, the Barbie phenomenon is one thing, but this is yeah. kind of like a, a three-hour drama to yeah, be received like you know, this is kind of insane. I know it is insane. And and uh, I mean, engaging with, uh, with, um, with the reception, if that means that I sort of really keep track of that how many people are watching it etc uh, etc et yes I, I i love i love i love i love you know i love sort of reading about the way that the the audiences respond and and i think you know uh, the numbers that flock to the to the screens is of course a very good indication but but in this particular case for us it, and for me it was particularly exciting to to also see how many people or at least you know how interested people were in 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 experience this film you know on the big screen and 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 for instance on analog film and 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 on IMAX you know we put always so much energy in trying to create you know the, the sort of the best experience we can we can give you know and and so in that way to see people actually yeah seeing that and 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 realizing that you know that 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 specific screen experience is a little special and therefore you know we're going to tell our friends we're going to tell our, our family and and it just keeps coming and it it it, it uh, it's it's very it's 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 very satisfying to to see that you know it, and, it's and it's a little bit like so much energy we put in there and you know it just feels like oh people get it you know you know what i yeah. mean yeah yeah, 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 and and to see, yeah, the, the the record setting in terms of the the IMAX and the seventy millimeter presentations I, of the four times I've seen it, I've been lucky enough to see it three times in seventy millimeter IMAX here in New York at Lincoln Square. Um, and and yeah. let me ask you then, I mean, it, it is slightly different experience, isn't it? It is. I mean, look, I, I saw it on a digital projection as well, and it worked. And like, I mean, it's a it's a gorgeous film in so many different respects, but. Um, you guys put so much care and love into the way it's presented. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's not, and, you know, like, yeah. And by the way, I mean, I, I absolutely don't want to be snobby or smug about it. I, 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 
you know, I don't think that people should watch it, you know, that way because we intended it to be seen that way. But, but I just, I just, I just wanted to say, like, we absolutely did our best to, you know, provide that way, and and then however people watch it afterwards, you know, uh, we we have to be happy and satisfied, right. for, and anyway, people watch it, but, but, but. Uh, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears has went into sort of really investing in that very specific cinematic experience, and uh, and so um, yeah, if you got a chance, you know, see it and get smitten the way I myself got smitten the first time. You know, I saw a test of IMAX uh, running on the screen. You know, yeah, yeah. Talk to me a little bit about before we get into my thousand questions about this particular film. This is, uh, I believe, your fourth collaboration in the last about decade with Christopher Nolan. Um, yeah. Interstellar was the first one. How does that happen? Does he just cold call you and offer it to you? Do you kind of have to kind of give your presentation on what you would do with it? How did this uh, relationship begin in the first place? Um, no, I, I think, you know, uh, careful because, because uh, Chris had been working, you know, half of his career or, you know, I'm saying now half of his career. He, back then he had worked, worked his whole his career with, with a different cinematographer and very, Consequently, with 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 Wally, and uh, at some point, you know, uh, Wally started to focus more on directing, and 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 so uh, Chris uh, was going to need a new partner to to do his films with, and um, you know, he started looking, and and um, uh, I think I was on a on a on a long list of amazing cinematographers that uh, that work uh, in Hollywood. Um, at some point, you know, we met and we talked and uh, we connected, and 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 somehow there's not so much more to it, you know. I think I think very much those initial meetings, they're very much, you know, about yeah, just finding some sort of common ground and some sort of common connection. And you know, as Chris was, I I had always been obsessed with, uh, you know, uh, analog technology, for instance. Uh, I I had been very much into a very hands-on approach, uh, you know, the, the idea to capture things in camera that has been always very important to me. But also, I think you know, it comes down so much to chemistry between 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 two people. You know, you have to spend hours and hours in a in a in a scouting van together, and and uh you're spending you know you're spending more time uh with your working bodies than your family so so right. in a way you know it has to it, it has to flow and it has to be nice and it has to be good and you have to have some sort of understanding as well as you know a director for instance and also dp by the way but you know you're very busy on a, on a, on a, on a, on a on a production and there's so many elements that you have to sort of figure out and think about and 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 keep you know keep a strong eye over and and sometimes it's 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 just very pleasant when you understand each other maybe a little bit more on a on an intuitive level as well you know you, the, the right. lesser you need to talk about things you know the 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 the, the easier it gets you know and and the less time consuming it becomes and i always had the feeling that you know Chris and I, we just sort of understood each other also on a, on a sort of an intuitive level very, very much, you know, it, it, is it taste? Is it, is it, is it just the way we've been making films? I, I'm, I'm not really sure. And I, I haven't figured it out exactly. I just know that, you know, in order for us to work together, we, 
we don't need you know we don't need an endless slurry of of, of words or explanations you know we 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 pretty much on the same line he's um obviously notorious for being a, a a secretive filmmaker up until the script is done i mean i talked to this about with killian killian had no idea he was writing oppenheimer and in fact was writing oppenheimer for killian until it was done and he presented it to him as such are you involved in a different way does he clue you in on what he's working um, on because it has to be a part and parcel of the development process? Like in this case, did you know Oppenheimer was being worked on for a while before the script was done? No, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I don't know if I knew it before or after. I'm not really sure. I, I just, I just know that Chris likes to present to his, you know, his, his coworkers. He likes to present stuff when, when he has figured out a, a decent amount of himself, you know, right for himself he um you know he has to have a clue uh, not only about you know the way that he wants to wants to wants wants it to look or the way he wants it to feel but he i i also think you know he needs to he needs to he needs to have a, a better understanding of uh, you know for instance the physics of things you know, he knows that the moment that he comes out of it, there's a lot of people going to have a lot of lot of questions. So, right. so he's a great collaborator, but 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 he's also somebody that that feels that he needs to have answers for people that that come with questions. You know, sure. And also, you know, because these productions they're so tight and so concise, it's 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 also the only way to to push those projects forward is to is to be able to provide those answers. So so the moment that that you go on that lunch with him and he says, okay, so, you know, we have to, we have to talk, you know, you kind of, you kind of already know, okay, you know, when you. You're pretty you, far down the road already. When, when, when you, when you get yeah. to read the script, he has figured stuff out himself. So, so, um, you know, the first read of the script is very tight and, and, and in a way it's very pleasant because you also understand, okay, this is not going to go through like, six generations of changes and, and evolution so the moment you start working you know a line producer can start working you know uh you know the at first you know the production designer can start working ruth you know and start scouting uh but it's 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 very productive and it's very sort of efficient uh, from that moment on I, I think people would be surprised because I, I i mean even the length of the shoot, the length of pre-production, et cetera. This isn't like a five-year production. I mean, these, this is for the ambition of the scope of this. It's actually, as you say, it's a pretty yeah. rigid. Um, and I think that I think that's probably what you're talking about. He is he gets it so far down the road. By the time the train is leaving the station, everyone's like all systems go. Everybody's on the same page. Everyone's yeah. making the same movie. Um, Absolutely. And 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 it's of course you know Chris is, Chris wouldn't be Chris if 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 everything. That he comes up with is somewhat surprising or exciting or different than you would expect. At the same time, I mean, when you work uh, uh, more films in a row, you can see really uh, some things that he picks up from previous productions uh, that will find its way into the next film, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, there's 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 some sort of a flow to that. But uh, but it's 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 always it's always very exciting to sort of oh I wonder what's going to be next and it's always right. it's always an interesting surprise. Okay, so so let's talk uh, nuts and bolts of, of this one. Okay, you read the script. How much is in there in terms of the visual approach? Is it is it always going to be this section, the subjective? 
uh, is going to be color. The uh, the Strauss sections are going to be black and white. This this section is meant for IMAX. Um, how many? Like, what are the questions that still needed to be answered when you first read the script? What were the questions that were already answered for you on that first uh, read? You know, the black and white is that that's pure sort of Chris's. Uh, you know, it's something that he wrote in, into the script. And 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 for a very obvious reason, he 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 needed a, a you know a, a strong visual distinction between those two storylines, um, and you know you can start talking about looks and about uh, you know are we going to make it blue? Are we make it green? Are we going to make it pink? You know, I think that what we what, what, I I have the feeling that what we tried to do a little bit with that distinction was to sort of. Uh, you know, create a different feel of it without sort of creating a look that you got very aware of, you know, and 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 how can you create a strong distinction in that way to get a very sort of uh, raw and pure medium to combine with our color medium just made a lot of sense, you know, it, it just made a lot of sense that, uh, um, you know, instead of getting fancy, you 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 kind of go back a little bit, uh, back to basics, um, or you know, in 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 a way, I have to say, like everything that 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 Chris writes in the script is is kind of going to pop up in the film. So yeah. so on one hand, his 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 um, his scripts are very tight, and they're very much uh, they very much contain on paper what it what it becomes but but it but it doesn't it's not you know overtly descriptive you know he would write for instance uh uh you know scene 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 eight uh, uh um neutrons or atoms colliding into each other uh creating a ray of light you know uh, a, lot of, a lot of ways to do that or, yeah or you know <laughs> he, he he is he would write it much more beautiful but uh Sure, uh, but not not in a not in a in a hugely descriptive way. It's it's you can read those scripts and you can still you know you still it it, it triggers your imagination very much opposed to, you know he's not putting putting the images in your head. He 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 writes the triggers that 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 helps you create those images in your own head. Well, I've even talked to again the actors because I think a lot of people would assume watching his films over the years that um there's not a lot of level of um improv's the wrong word, but just looseness on set. But my sense from talking to the actors that have worked with him is um there is a a real collaborative spirit on set. And it's it's not the 300 crew members watching. It's a, actually a relatively small, intimate set for every everybody and, no, that, and, I, and and listen as a as a as a photographer uh, you know i experienced it exactly the same way i mean the the sets feel remarkably um uh how would how would uh, malleable or 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 um uh, agile mm -hmm. uh, um and 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 in a way, they always feel like creative spaces where you know where where we have the opportunity to respond on different energies that that might occur. You know, they're not rigid. Uh, there's a lot of things that are very rigid. You know, if you want to shoot a film in 50 days, for instance, or 55 days, 
you know, there has to be yeah. a certain rigid rigidness in 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 org organization and 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 infrastructure, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure. But once you're on the set, the people that surround the camera, it's a very small, tight group that all shares very sort of. Uh, yeah, shares very strongly the same references, knows very precisely what we're doing, and 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 at that moment, it 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 always feels to me like oh, this is like a a gigantic tiny uh, student film almost, you know? Yeah. Where Art. where 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 we have to sort of challenge, we have to be able to play around, and we have to sort of um, yeah uh, try to infuse personality in 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 in. Into the written word, word, and 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 the actors, of course, get the chance to to have their say and to get get into that same sort of uh, rhythm and some same flow. But also, uh, Chris and I, and 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 we shoot on real places, and and we get to fight with the weather. We get to you know we got to find the specific solutions uh, because of the sort of the architecture of the place, or you know. Or we have to change things around because of things that happen. You know, uh, uh, an actor gets uh, you know food poisoning for a few mornings, or you know all, the, sure. all these kind of things. You 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 you, you know uh, you have to feel that you can stay light on your feet and you can uh, you know change things around. And and we and we constantly do. You know, I'm I'm, I'm always surprised how you know. How at the same time, you know, as he's considered, you know, so rigid and this filmmaking so much, it's like, you know, they always become churches of films. Yeah. How light Chris is on his feet and how how intuitive he actually can work. And I wonder very often, does that come from the fact that he just he just he just has been so meticulous about that base and he knows that, you know, whatever crazy steps we we allow ourselves to make, we as long as we stand on that base, you know, on that on that script that I've been working with, and, as, and because I've been working everything out, you know, I, I'm I'm always wondering if that is what gives him so much, you know, guts and so much freedom to do all those kind of things, you know. These IMAX cameras are, are notoriously weighty. Um, do you like to, to operate the camera yourself? And, and in these scenes, like it strikes me watching this film. Yes, the vistas are amazing. I could watch like a I I, I watch this movie and I was like, I want to see Chris Nolan Hoyta Van Hoytema Western in New Mexico. But I also um love, you know, you're in love with Killian's face and what and you as you should be. These up close and personal moments. Yeah. Like, are you almost like a feel like a screen partner with Killian? Like, are you you're you must well, you're, be you're, you're you're we we are very close to each other for a lot lot of time, you know. Yeah. And, and Killian is basically looking at the facade of the camera and, and half of my face sort of poking on the left side. You know, he sees my 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 left eye, which is not looking through the viewfinder, is usually sort of poking around. You know, to to. to, to <laughs> So, so it it must be some sort of a weird um, one-eyed monster that is constantly like on top of him. Uh, but, but you know, um, as as it's a very int intimate situation, um, uh, I also think the actors are a little bit used to it. And you know, I'm I'm doing whatever I can to make it as little intimidating as possible. You know. Yeah. But but but. but 
you know, one one myth that that can easily be debunked here is, you know, you say cam IMAX cameras are notorious, very heavy. You know, the sixty five millimeter five perf camera, you know, that you use to to you know also enables you to record sound is a much heavier camera. It's uh, it's 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 IMAX is a clumsy camera and it's a it's it is it is slightly big. But it's 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 not crazy. It's uh, it's people always you know always you know throw up these myths like it's big and it's like right. it's a huge thing. But effectively, it's a you know I always describe it as a as a as a as a small mini bar in a in a <laughs> hotel. You know something that rock stars would throw out of the windows easily, drunk in the in the in the in the in the seventies. Um, a little more expensive, yeah, <laughs> a little bit more expensive. <laughs> but, but and effectively, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a electro motor and 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 a hole and a lens. You know, right. it's it's a very uh, rudimentary uh, yet very precise piece of equipment. But it's it's a very simple piece of equipment, and it's you know it's he as heavy as it needs to be. But it's not a crazy a crazy. A weird, you know, alchemistic mechanical machine in that way. It's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's not as ergonomically designed as a lot of factory built sort of smaller digital cameras and so on. And, and, uh, but, you know, the, the, the weight sort of result ratio is, you know, it's very, very reasonable. Fair enough. Know? Fair enough. There is a, I, uh, yeah, there is a mystique around those cameras. I understand it. Let, let me pick your brain on a couple of uh, sequences in particular. Um, you know, obviously the, the film builds to a crescendo after like by the end of the second act, which is, I guess, Trinity test, of course. Yeah. Um, and that must be a sequence you're circling in the script. How, how do we even approach this? What, what were the conversations revolving around in terms of, from your perspective, in terms of how to capture um, that short of detonating a bomb? <laughs> on your own no no um, totally i mean there's a lot of sequences that you circle around in the script right because yeah. because as i as i said for instance chris can um put like a, a tiny little like two lines in a script uh that describes for instance uh you know um you know uh, stars being sucked into a black hole or or you know uh, uh a chain rea re reaction unfolds itself uh, you you read them and you and you, of course you automatically have to think okay so what what is this going to be what are we going to do here and uh, as well as the trinity test you know it's it's very much in on script level it's it, it's a it's kind of a description of what people are seeing you know and uh, and those descriptions they they are also very much derived from uh, you know witness witness descriptions of you know of these scientists that that saw this for the first time so it's a very subjective sort of uh, uh, description of the event and and right. in a way what i'm what i'm what was already written on the script level that there is these different stations that all sort of experience this bomb in a in a or, or this explosion in, in a different way you know and we're right. sort of getting to look over the shoulders of these scientists seeing that and and that sort of subject, subject point of subjective point of view. That's something that you know uh, that, that Chris was very meticulous about. That that this film wanted to feel very subjective. You know, it wanted to sort of experience 
things the way that people would have experienced it. We wanted to be in people's heads and we wanted to really be very tight over people's shoulders watching it. You know, uh, doesn't mean that the stuff that happens in front of cameras is, is 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 in a way it's in a way crazy. But 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 then the next step is you know is kind of to take the next step, but take it as a very small little step. Uh, you know, we are we we you know we are not sort of magicians. You know, we're 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 all pragmatic people that have to sort of figure things out. So. So we start meeting and we start figuring things out, but but opposed to sort of knowing exactly how to do things, we we, we really we really go step by step and we start testing things and we start, uh, you know, rereading the script once more and then testing and then seeing a test and then sort of responding on the test and then changing things slightly and. And by by a lot of those small steps, sort of these things start to to bloom. I mean. Chris very early he 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 you know I mean listen he 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 knew we can never do this uh, we can never reach that skill to do to do things for real. He also has a sort of a mandate uh, upon himself saying you know I don't want to I don't want to do things just in 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 CGI and so on I want to I want to I want to see things for real I, I want to um, I want to figure out. You know physical ways of doing it so so very early he kind of knew that he would he would end up in this sort of macro world you know we always work with forged perspective a lot but 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 forged perspective but then actually go even smaller and going to a macro world you know um so andrew jackson and uh, scott fisher the andrew jackson our official effects supervisor uh, scott fisher our special effects supervisor they straight away they they started experimenting a lot with you know with 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 science experiments, you know, with 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 doing things on a macro level and a micro level, um, you know, with with pieces of molten metal and 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 and, and miniature explosions or or you know, um, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And 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 with all these little elements and all that little playing around over over months of time, you know, you start piecing together sort of an overall image. And and of course, we 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 set up. We set off uh, uh, some very big explosions, you know. Right. But but everything is sort of interwoven with each other, and 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 um, and um, yeah, and and sort of piece together to create those very subjective, you know, uh, visions of uh, or 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 witness description of how these things actually would have looked. We looked a lot of at archive material, you know, and really picked it to pieces like, okay, now we cut to the other camera and that camera looks like this, but right. close-up camera really shows that. And how can we, how can we do that? Like for instance, the, uh, you know, how, how can we, how can we do the shockwave? And, you know, very often instead of just thinking, okay, we have to create a shockwave in a desert instead of a lot of explosions. It's like, how can we tell that in a macro level and how can we then piece that together with that shot that we can get very big. So it's, yeah, for me, it's super much like uh, hobbying and, and 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 engineering and 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 just you know constantly telling yourself what we're going to see is the it is is going to be the sum of small elements rather exactly. than it's that one thing and we just have to put cameras to it and then and then hope that it's good you know yeah. We, 
and it's and it's sound design and it's cutting to the actors reactions and it's and it's the music and the lack thereof and it, it, and that's the marriage that's the what way, cinema it, is it, that's a, a mechanism that that chris has you know in my eyes have become a master of uh, you know throughout uh, is you know cross cutting in those sequences you know yeah. he 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 can dissect a an action sequence by by piecing together all these point of views where things are seen from and as as well in time you know the way that time runs through a sequence like that so so that's something that is there on a on a script level already and 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 even on paper you 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 read that sort of you can reach a certain magnitude just by that 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 vehicle alone you know yeah, well, it's, it's what also makes something like this. And I know JFK has been brought up a lot and it, brought, it it reminded me of it in that way too, where it's like, these are notoriously talky movies. Yes, there are bombs and there are there is yeah. an explosion, but these are talky movies that yet feel like intense thrillers because of um, the way it's edited and the music and the sound and the, it's just, it's the yeah. marriage of all of it. It's cinema at its at its best. Um, yeah, yeah. But but it, there there remains of course like the you know I mean it's also a lot of close-ups and they they still have to look interesting you know yeah uh, and, yeah and, I can I can only imagine when you're like reading the script and like a third of it is in a nondescript conference room and and a Senate hearing room are you like how am I going to make that visually arresting <laughs> yeah very much so you know I mean that was kind of from the beginning the biggest worry that is. You know, uh, you know, it classically a close-up and a wide shot. That's like, 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 like a crescendo or or like a, a single note or right. You know, it's like the you know, <laughs> in film sometimes a close-up can be like a guitar solo. You know, it's like okay, <laughs> now we got to get in there and now we put the close-up and in that right. way, in that way you kind of you kind of uh, yeah you know put put the most gasoline on the fire. But right, right, right in this script, in a way, you're all the time, you know, looking in somebody's face. So you're kind of all the time forced to listen to the guitar solo in a in a, in a, in, a, in a song. It's just the song is going to be a, um, a you know a, a big strung together guitar solo. <laughs> and, and 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 so that that was that was of course a very big worry is is sort of creating dynamics uh, as you are sort of you know, as you know already that you're going to shoot a lot of close-ups and then a lot of things happen in the eyes, but not only happens in the eyes, but also happen beyond the eyes. You know, you have right. to, you have to, you have to be able to look into somebody's eyes and, 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 and imagine a million things, you know, or look in somebody's eyes and, you know, understand that somebody is, is uh, developing a whole new concept of, uh, uh, looking at physics or you know no invariably i know yeah watching films all my life it's always like that 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 real conundrum for a filmmaker of like someone creating artistic stuff or like scientific stuff and like someone thinking is like the hardest thing to capture i feel like on film i i, I totally agree and, and 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 it's a difficult one it's a, and it's very much a balancing game but i think you know th this film had a lot of um a lot of sort of you know dangers you know just just on script level it was like okay this can be this can be this can turn out bad or terrible or you know or people are going to hate it for it you know i mean the information and the intellectual information that yeah. is being being told by the by the 
by the script is very important and very interesting and very sort of it it it's it, it's really I'm I'm you're instantaneously fascinated by it. Yeah. But you know, uh, visually, I mean, you could you, you can you can you can there's a very easy way that you can sort of punch your audience to you know to death and in and into oblivion, you know, without even getting to a level where people open up for that information. So 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 there there was always that danger and always that sort of fine 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 balance to 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 walk. But you know, uh, in perspective, you know, and Chris had 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 you know he he had much he had very, he had very much faith faith in it and and he was in a way very strong you know you know guider in 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 this for us you know but but i i have the feeling that once we started really shooting and we started looking at, at those close-ups and at at this material and you know at the same time really kept uh kept 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 our heads cool and 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 kept our sort of puristic approach you know at some point things start to vibrate they start to sing and and yeah. and, and 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 things started to feel right and fall into place very much and so uh, gradually i i very much lost my worries about it and and right. and, and, and and gradually i just i just i just understood and understood that you know it's 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 a nice symbiosis between the images, but very much the faces and K Killian and and Danny, all the actors that Chris put in there, you know, and that knew exactly when to step on the brakes or step on the gas. Uh, it, it somehow, you know, it somehow really started to uh, to scintillate or to vibrate. You know, it's yeah. it, it really it really it really caught a uh, um, yeah a, a good rhythm. For, for, for us. In following the reception, I'm sure you, you've noted, and look, I, I totally understand the reason for doing this, but the reason, the, the, the idea to not show the devastation in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, um, I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, this is a subjective film. He 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 did not witness the the horror there. That was never. I assume that was never a discussion between you and Chris. That was never on a script level or anything to cut away to what happened. That tragedy there. No, I mean it. it you know, from 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 the the way that the script is put together and 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 the story it tells. You know, it 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 was it was never really on the table. I mean, we. You know, there's there's very strong implications about uh, you know about what it was and what it did, and and very strong sort of um, uh, you know you you live through it through very much for our protagonists, right? Yeah, the imagery yeah. of the scene, obviously the his speech at Los Alamos that conjures up what yeah occurred, and and and, and I think that 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 you know you know. I think Chris was just very being very meticulous with, uh, with um, you know, living through all this stuff through the eyes of our protagonists, you know, and not not sort of uh, uh, um, you know create some sort of a godly overall, you know, all telling. Uh, this is what the situation was, you know. Right. Uh, it was it, the situation was that situation through the eyes of Oppenheimer and 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 and, 
and, and very much a lot of things that took place between Oppenheimer and, and Strauss, for instance. And I'm I, I'm always a big proponent of 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 experience things, um, uh, you know, through your own mind as well, right? You look at sure. something, and sometimes your 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 own imagination is is what what completes 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 an image. Yep. You know, and and you know, it's 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 a very fine line and a very fine territory, and you know, I think you have to really steer away with something like this to not become exploitatory you know you have to sort of keep your audience's uh perception uh, open for that own interpretation and and that own understanding you know you 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 know you 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 it, it you have to be very careful that you're not treating your audience like you know a, a goose that you're stuffing to get you know greasy duck liver you know you 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 kind of you kind of have take to them ninety percent of the way and, let, and treat them with the respect that they have. They can bring something to the table and exactly. And I think yeah. that people's own imagination is usually yep. one of the most powerful tools that we have. You know, yeah. Um, and and that's also, by the way, that's that's what I what I what I what I what I found super enjoyable with Oppenheimer as well when I watched the first time. Uh, you know. Oppenheimer, it really felt like, okay, you know, this, this, this is, this is a film that is not sort of in any way patronizing its audience. If anything, oh, no. it's a little bit the audience, but I also, I also have the feeling and when I talk, talk, talk to people about it and talk after it, you know, I think, I think, you know, people feel good about that when they come out of the, out of the, out of the theater like that. All these films are <laughs> like that. They're o overwhelming at first blush. I mean, the first time I saw it, I could probably, you know, 70% understood what I had seen. I felt it and experienced it. And each time I see it, it's it's richer in a different way. Um, but that's also why, yeah. why, why this viscerality is always so important, you know? Yeah. It's, it's you know, we all know that Chris's films, they are, you know, they're very often, they're intellectually very challenging. But, but, but it's not like, you know, they're not made with an arrogance. Okay, if you don't understand it, you're not worthy. It's like, it's like... Yeah. No, there is there there there's a lot of stuff to 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 bite yourself into and a lot of stuff that is still left out there for you to understand but at the same time viscerally and emotionally this has to work you know and, th yeah. and that's and that's most important you have to you have to at least try to make people understand things on a on a on an intuitive level right yeah and 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 in this film specifically because you know, we are making a film about a total different way uh, of thinking of modern uh, physics. You know, quantum physics. It 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 was it was for at that time it was like you know you know when we when art would change to abstract art. You know, uh, when Stravinsky started making his, his music, it was a whole different way of looking at the world. Uh, you know, by 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 sort of utilizing very different concepts, uh, you know, and 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 somehow we as a filmmaker and the audience has have to understand that. Yeah. But you know, there's just no way that that you and I, or well, I I, I will not talk for you, but for myself, uh, will even get close to understand to under to get a, an understanding of quantum physics. You know. But you yet, can speak for me. It's okay. You can speak. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yet, yeah, no, yet I get at it, the yeah. same time, uh, there you are with that assignment to make an audience uh, uh, feel that they at least grasp a little bit of it. Uh, yeah. a, a little bit of that ungraspable sort of uh, given. And that's that's kind of what we're doing, you know. <laughs> One thing on your resume that you have over Chris is you have a James Bond film on your resume. I, I He's been on the podcast three times. Invariably, we end up talking about James Bond because he's an unabashed lover of all things Bond. Do you talk Bond with him? I mean, I keep I always tease him that like he's got a bond. I mean, we talk, it's it's going to happen. We, we 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 talk a lot of bond. He knows he knows the franchise better than anybody I know. Yeah. <laughs> do you want do you do you want to see I him work, tackle I a work bond, on film? bond films? But Chris can actually uh, uh, he he knows more about about them than I do. <laughs> do you know he he's teased me that he has a take on a bond film? Like he knows kind of what he would do. Do you know what he would do? Has he talked to you about it? No, nothing that he would ever tell 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 me until he's uh, you know no I I I, <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> would you like to see him do one? Um, you know, listen, any anything that 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 he puts his uh, his teeth in is going to be uh, interesting and fun and a very specific uh, take. You know. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't anybody wouldn't anybody love to see a a, a, a James Bond take from Chris? But there's yeah. same time there's like a million films that you know out of his hands would be would be magic and special. I think I know that the Howard Hughes script is still out there. One day, perhaps he'll go back to that. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah. long career. We got a lot, lot to go. But you know, the most beautiful, the, the the isn't it beautiful? Like there's all these great crazy things like Bond films and Chris, he chooses himself and he finds a freaking book and makes a film about, uh, you know, yeah, older men talking in rooms and makes it interesting. I think that's kind of, that speaks for itself. That's badass. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, talk, talk to me. Do you know, I mean, obviously we're, we're taping this in the middle of these strikes. Um, are you, are you strategizing? Do you know the next gig? Are you waiting for the call? No, I mean, we're all kind of, standing by you know yeah yeah do you um mm -hmm. keep in touch with, with jordan obviously we last spoke for nope yeah. do you know what he's cooking up yeah. um i i'm not not no i i i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the way I'm you not, were when i'm, I, I'm when exactly I asked, the wrong person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> when i asked you about oppenheimer when we were talking about nope you clammed up and this is the same reverse these two guys have you? Yeah, but, but, but I can, I cannot I cannot be the guy that will spill any beans. It's like it's like <laughs> that's just, you know I just should shut up. <laughs> I, I promise to let you go in a minute, but I'm just curious. I, like, I'm, I'm getting a script at some point, and then I read it, and then I'll shoot it. That's okay, it. there you go. That's your job. That's, that's you 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 know your lane. Script exactly. comes. I know. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you are you? Like, what are your ambitions as a cinematographer? Do you think in terms of like, I'd like to tackle this kind of genre, a Western, a musical, a certain kind of filmmaker? Do you have a list? Like, what, what's your, what, I mean, the last 15 years especially have been remarkable in terms of your journey. Um, do you look ahead? Yeah, I mean, listen, I always like like to put my teeth in different genres, you know, um, uh, you know, and some genres I found more interesting than other genres. And I think inherently, like, you know, for cinematographers, some genres are just more interesting, right? Because 
because of the emphasis on visual uh, visuals, etc. But but you know, I I I I don't know. I just love to make things that uh, that somehow vibe with people. I uh, 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 I I believe very much in in that sort of cinema experience. I believe you know in in people sitting in a room, uh, you know, watching a big screen, can have a connection with the screen and with each other that that, that is very hard to get anywhere else. And 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 my ambition is sort of to master that language as good as I can in order to sort of uh, provide an as strong as possible experience in the cinemas. And 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 I, I think that that's always been a little bit my ambition, you know. I have to do my best in order to 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 you know, you know, to to give give my sort of a penny's worth of 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 of, of that whole uh, you know, do you, like do you think, do you think there's there other beautiful things? You know, I, I'm I'm also a questioning kind of guy, and I'm also you know I'm also always figuring out things. And every every film for me is a is a new challenge to figure things out that I didn't know before. And you know, do do you think there there's room left in like look? I I grew up with superheroes, but is that is that genre? Is there any creativity left to kind of mine for you? Like, do you see that as fertile ground still for filmmakers and cinematographers or as the run as the well run dry a little bit i mean it's it, it, it's running running dry but on the other hand you know um you know somebody comes up with a creative take on something and can blow new life in the whole whole thing you know right. so 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 you know i will not steer away from a genre like that just because the the ground has run dry for me it's always about you know the creative Creativity comes very much from you know that single person that has its own unique take and right. and and comes up with with their own sort of perspective on these things and uh, you know I mean we see it all the time I mean like 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 last year like um, everything everywhere all at once which is kind of a superhero film I mean we had never seen anything like it you know right, right. and and um, and uh, and and so so. Uh, yeah, there's no such thing as it running dry. The ground might run dry for sort of as a business model, you know. But but, yeah. but until uh, the next great visionary comes and brings their their unique stamp, right? Exactly, and that's kind of what you have to sort of do as well as a cinematographer. You have to really find and choose those people that have a unique take on things. I mean, boys and girl, bo boy meets girl, like uh, fall in love. Uh, uh, this is the oldest story in 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 the in the world. Yet, you know, uh, that given has turned, you know, has has become so many powerful and interesting films. You know, yeah, and and that's all just very dependent on, you know, the different individual takes that 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 people people uh, have on it. And last question for you: Have you Barbenheimered Hoyta? Did you have you seen Barbie? Are you curious? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm super curious. I haven't because I have been uh, traveling for the last uh, months. Uh, uh, but um, uh, but I'm very curious and I'm very excited to see it. And you know, most people that I speak to, they 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 thought it was great. So so I have to. Uh, I have to, uh, yeah, I have to, in one of these three days, which is probably in a week from now, I, um, I'll, I'll, I'm going to see it.
another another talented DP, Rodrigo Prieto, and and yeah, Brett is very talented. Incredible yep. DP, incredible director. Yeah. Um, thanks so much again for the time. This has been a, a real treat. I mean, this is like tip of the iceberg. I got to like ten percent of what I want to talk to you about, but hopefully through this um, award season, we'll catch up more. Um, as you can tell, I'm a fan of all of your. I mean, again, all your other work we could talk about too, but this one in particular, man. Um, I don't think I've seen a film this many times in such a short span since Mad Max Fury Road. That was my last obsession. So you're <laughs> you're, you're 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 in good company and a different oh, slightly no, no, different no. kind of okay. movie. I mean, we couldn't have we, we we couldn't have more happy for you know for the response on this film. It's is has been you know across the board amazing. So I'm super happy to talk about it. I think it's you know it's it's so much nicer to talk about something that didn't turn out to be a dub. <laughs> <laughs> it did not. It did not. Um, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the ride. I'll see you soon. I hope. Thank you, Hoyter. Take care, George. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks again. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. (laughs) 